Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and good evening, my fellow Liberty lovers, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from. Today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024, and this is episode 31 of the Living with Freedom show. I'm Amber S., bringing to you a vision of what living a life of freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in every aspect of life. This show is brought to you by Living with Freedom Ministries, an unincorporated private church and ministry where I help people discover and fulfill their God-given purpose, specifically through the creation of their own private ministry. Right now, I invite you to share this show with at least one friend because we're going to cover some really interesting things, building on what we were talking about a few weeks ago um, with my friend and special guest, Brittany, and... um, so yeah, definitely, definitely share the show. And um, I truly believe that just like money in the hands of good people does more good, truth in the hands of good people also does more good. Also, if you have ever benefited from the Living with Freedom show or any of the Living with Freedom ministry um, services, activities, projects, <laughs> please consider a donation through PayPal using the Living with Freedom at protonmail.com email. Your support helps us continue to serve God's people. Today we've got my special friend and guest, Brittany, but back, oh, words, words are not working now. <laughs> we've got her back, but before we bring her out, let me quick share the word of the day and the holiday of the day. The word of the day is gratitude, and today I'm actually not using Black's Law Dictionary because at least the version I have does not have the word gratitude in it. So the Webster's Dictionary definition of the word gratitude means the state of being grateful, warm and friendly feeling toward a benefactor, kindness awakened by a favor received, or just thankfulness. I also decided to nerd out just a little bit and see if there were some Latin words for gratitude. And I was not disappointed. <laughs> um, just so the main idea of gratitude being thanks um, is gra- grazia. And then having gratitude can either be gratitudo or gr- um, gratis animus. I also found that they had a couple of like English phrases um, converted into Latin phrases, or I should say really the other way around. Um, Showing gratitude is gratis, and then being with gratitude is in gratia um, cantantes. I think I'm saying that right. Let's see if I can use the pronunciation thing here. Oh, it just said the English version. Well, that's not helpful. Um, All I did, though, to find that was I searched, like, Latin phrases for gratitude. And, you guys, honestly, I'm using a website called wordhippo.com. 
no idea what it's about, but it seems like it's very much about these translations and other things like that. So definitely check it out for yourself. Um, kind of a little fun fact sort of thing today. <clears throat> and then for the holiday of the day, I found out that today is both National Protein Day and National Strawberry Day. So in honor of that, I'm going to share a couple of smoothie recipes that incorporate both. Um, one that just incorporates the protein side, I'll share. Um, and I got that one from a full-day yoga and wellness retreat that I went to two weeks ago. And then a smoothie that we're actually enjoying right now is what I call a chocolate-covered strawberry smoothie. Um, the chocolate-covered strawberry smoothie, I don't actually measure. I measure with my heart. <laughs> so um, it's roughly a cup of frozen strawberries, one to two large leaves of kale or cups of spinach, two servings of protein powder, one tablespoon cacao powder. If you're not familiar with cacao powder, it's just unprocessed cocoa powder. So it's got more of the healing nutrients, more of the antioxidants in it still. Um, one cup of ice and then just add milk until it either mixes well or until it's a consistency you want. Um, again, I measure with my heart. I added milk and actually a little bit of water, too, because my blender was not super happy. It was really thick. I almost made chocolate-covered strawberry protein ice cream. <laughs> um, but with the protein powder that we use, um, ended up not, and the sweet strawberries, ended up not needing a sweetener like um, maple syrup. I normally do. So that was kind of cool. And then the protein shake that I tried, and you guys, I would never have normally tried this on my own because 0% of it or sounded like anything I would like. I don't like peanut butter, and I hate cheesecake. Yes, shoot me now. I, I get it. <laughs> but at the retreat, um, a longtime family friend was sharing about nutrition, and she actually did some samples of smoothies. So I got to try it without having to waste my money on it, and I was pretty happy about it. It's called a peanut butter cup cheesecake shake. It's one scoop of chocolate protein powder, half cup nonfat milk or fat if you or you know whole milk if you like, a quarter cup ricotta cheese, a quarter cup plain yogurt or Greek yogurt, quarter cup of water, two tablespoons all natural peanut butter. And you guys, I am proven wrong that I do like something with peanut butter and something that has the name cheesecake on it. It was pretty phenomenal, and I would actually make it for myself. So, um, Brian, if you're listening, thank you, and thank you for proving me wrong. <laughs> I learned something from you that I didn't know about myself. <laughs> All right, we cruise that pretty through, oh my gosh, it's going to be a long day if I keep <laughs> messing up my words. <laughs> um, we'll try to cruise through those things pretty quick so we have most of three segments. Um, I kind of messed up where, okay, there we are. I messed up my order of my notes. <laughs> All right, if you missed the show on February 13th, I'm going to reshare the intro I did from my friend and our special guest, Brittany. She is a mother of two and loves being a Midwest girl. Honestly, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
She enjoys anything in nature, tea, foraging, music. She's passionate about learning and growing in all aspects of life, especially holistic wellness. Over the last decade, she's um, completed many unique trainings and certifications to gain knowledge and experience in the multitude of ways that we can support our own wellness and healing journeys. She is currently a multi-certified yoga instructor, multi-certified life coach, uh, mediation, or, yeah, meditation. Thank you. I said that wrong last time, I just realized. <laughs> I have med- mediation background, and so whenever I see meditation, I always think I mistyped it to mediation. Meditation facilitator. <laughs> That makes so much more sense for you. It does, but I mean, I mean, it could be something could be considered mediation. I know, well, right? I mean, well, you're helping people mediate yeah. their emotions and their self-regulate. I got connection to self. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be what you want, <laughs> right? Okay, so she's a meditation facilitator, a sound healer, Reiki practitioner, breathwork teacher, and more. She focuses her work largely on mental health, overall well-being, and mindfulness. And like I said last time, if I could create a title for all this, she's a journey guide, like a journey through life. So today we have Brittany on, and hi. <laughs> she Today she's going to really introduce us to her roadmap on how we can focus on self-care and having a growth mindset. And in my opinion, the two go hand in hand, like you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's really going to highlight the synergy between the two. Um, <clears throat> okay. Brittany, lay it on us. How would you like to start today? <laughs> um, well, we kind of, last time we kind of went over a whole bunch of, of things. And today we're going to get into the the roadmap of um, creating a self-care perspective or self-care mindset. What should we call it? perspective or mindset self-care perspective with a growth mindset sure (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that all of the above Uh so um we are going to get into that right away Mm -hmm. um i did want to mention um last time we hit on the um autonomic nervous system and sympathetic and parasympathetic. Um, I'm sure you can go back and listen to that. I won't get into it too much here. Um, But but when I re-listened to it, it seemed as though we were hating on the the fight, fight, flight, or freeze fawn. Um, And that's not the case. Like it is necessary. It, it saves lives. Like it's, it is an important part of who we are as humans. Um, But what we want to just stress is that, it's important that you get out of it, especially, you know, after work, at the end of the day, whatever, you need to make sure that that parasympathetic is um, triggered and you aren't in that response anymore. So it, it definitely is important, especially with emergency jobs and like a lot of different things. But um, I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, we're made up of two you know, the way we function, I should say, is made up of both. You know, we've gotten to where we are survival-wise by having the fight, flight, freeze, fawn responses. And we also have learned largely, individually, it's a, it's a challenge because of trauma, but largely we've learned that there's this other half that 
when we're not in fight, flight, freeze fun to be in rest and digest. We're focusing on basically regenerating, recharging that battery that you just used up in that fight, flight situation. Um, one thing that's really important for me, especially any for anyone who's dealt with any sort of trauma and trauma is for me, and that was brought up at the retreat, is like there's capital T trauma, which is like soldiers in war, you know, domestic abuse, um, you know, car accidents potentially. Um, but then there's trauma with a lowercase t that is your everyday stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, varies from person to person, and it's based on your individual perspective. But those who have dealt with trauma, PTSD is real, and it's a challenge for us, and I'm speaking from experience, to know what's a reasonable circumstance to let ourselves get into fight, flight, freeze. So that's kind of one thing I want to share is, like, when you're starting to notice that in your body, that you're getting, that you're wanting to um, fight or flight or flee, I mean, (laughs) that you're freezing or you're fawning, um, recognizing yourself, call it out like internally, is this a reasonable situation that I need to be getting into this kind of response or is my body so triggered by past traumas that I might might be overreacting? And I hate to say that, but Trauma causes us to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once we recognize whether or not we're actually safe, and then once we're actually safe out of the situation, like make sure you exit that and get back into rest and digest. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought yeah, that up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm we glad don't you brought you. that up. Oh. I, I never, <laughs> the big T and the little T, I wasn't there for that. That's, that's very important because, yeah, there's, it's not always something that's like this major event. Sometimes it's something that happens in daily life that, you know, if not, if we just kind of keep going, we don't realize it might even actually be trauma until down the line when you're trying to figure out why you're like, uh, you know, why something is like that or why yeah. you're being triggered or. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, so, um, that kind of brings us back to the self-care. So um, a lot of this self-care perspective, self-care mindset um, helps you into this, the parasympathetic, into that rest and digest, and it helps you stay there. Um, Kind of being in that mindset and just that thought process where, you know, your daily life can be self-care if you look at it in different ways is is really powerful and really peaceful like it it is a good it it makes you feel good it doesn't it's not like a stimulus of negative you're always looking for ways to feel better and to make you know things easier for you in healthy ways and you know just it healthier in general right (laughs) yeah um and that's where like all of it kind of comes back to mindfulness which you you know, focused on last time too, is when we gain that mindfulness, we can one, be mindful of when we're in fight or flight in that sympathetic response, right? Or, and when we need to get back into the parasympathetic Mm -hmm. response, which is like the calmness. Um, And something that I think we might've talked about, either that or we talked about it at the retreat. Um, 
so I'm going to mention it just in case, <laughs> is tracking. Um, going for a period and having a journal or an app in your phone, like notes app, um, where you track during the day for, I would say, a week, um, not counting holidays. Holidays just are, you know, crazy in general. But on a normal week, where do you start to feel yourself getting anxious? Where do you feel yourself feeling calmer um, if you do? And then just kind of take note of that. Like at the end of the week, take a look and review. Because um, that's going to also touch on something we're going to get into later about, um, you know, kind of like creating rituals for yourself. But um, just creating that awareness around our triggers in the first place then helps us with the growth mindset of how can we shift the way we do things so that those things don't trigger us or don't trigger us as much. Absolutely. And there's a few quotes that I've came across over the years, and I can never remember exactly how it goes, but between stimulus and response is your awareness and choice. So, like, that's what we're kind of talking about, finding that middle ground to um, before you respond and then respond accordingly, whether it be you know, going and having some quiet time and taking a few deep breaths by yourself instead of continuing to engage in whatever is making you anxious. Um, so there's lots of small ways to do yeah. that. And it helps us shift from strictly a, a reactive reaction mode to thoughtfully responding. Um, anyone who's listened to last year's shows you may have recalled the episode where I talked about the definition of communication being intentional, whereas there's this Latin term for basically sporadic like responses um, or reactions. Same thing goes to our everyday lives and how we respond or react. And I like to choose responding because it's more thoughtful, it's more intentional, and I tend to be a lot happier with the result if I'm responding rather than reacting. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so we keep talking about this self-care thing um, and and why in, okay, so why why is it important, first of all? Um, so you only have one body. Like you're, you're in this life, you have one body. And if you don't take care of yourself, whether it be mentally, physically, um, like we talked about last time, disease causes disease. There's going to be things um, throughout your life that you will encounter um, that can be very detrimental. So um, to kind of think of it in a way is you have one body and you need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself mentally. You need to take care of yourself physically. Um, because if, if you don't, who will? Because ultimately, you know, you can blame outside sources and people and things for your life and things that happen. Um, but ultimately you are responsible for your self care. You are responsible for the things that go in and out of your thoughts and your mind. I mean, thoughts sometimes that's, that's a little trickier, but like you can, um, you can train your thoughts as well and focus more on the positive than, than letting those negative consume. Um, 
So you you have the power, and it is your responsibility um, to make sure that that you set boundaries and that you are um, moving forward in that. So um, another thing. Actually, can I add something? Yeah, go ahead. When you said that you've got the power, you know, um, Mm -hmm. basically to take responsibility of your self-care and everything, you guys create, and we're going to touch on this a lot more, but my brain works, like, through music. When you said you've got the power, I thought of, I've got the power. (laughs) I know you. (laughs) I love that you knew exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. So create for yourself a playlist that like amps you up in this kind of a way, because first of all, you deserve it. And second, it's just more fun that way. Like mm-hmm. music makes everything more fun, but absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there is time and a place for silence, but yeah, music. Yes, absolutely. True. Everything better. Balance. Balance. <laughs> it's all about balance. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to also mention that I, forgot um Brittany has put together this little ebook on a lot of the things we're talking about today and more um we'll have the information where you can um contact to access the full ebook at the end of the show but I want you guys to know that um you know and it's free like we want to make that <laughs> we want to make sure that you guys have something that you can walk away with that is a tangible tool to actually help these, you know, with these things. It's one thing to read personal development books and feel good afterward, but then you walk away like, okay, what do I do? How do I do it? Like, I want to feel that. How do I do mm-hmm. it? And it's another to actually have the resources that you can like highlight. I'm going to try this to, you know, for incorporate sure. into my day. So. We want to make sure that we have that resource for you guys. So what we're sharing, um, there'll be more added to it, and you'll be able to get that. So, Heck, yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Um, um, so back to kind of why it's important here. Um, give yourself what you give to others. So Ooh, like that's good. Yeah. So like this is a really hard one for a lot of people and it's a, a lot of times kind of how we're raised, I think, you know, is we got to give and give and give and um especially in the church like we're trained, you know, we're trained to be like martyrs. Mhm. To just always be giving and thinking about, you know, others and even biblically there is this concept of you can't pour from an empty cup. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you have for examples of, like, giving of yourself what you give to others? Well, um, grace, forgiveness, (laughs) compassion. Mm -hmm. So, like, these are all things when it comes to somebody else, like, somebody hurts you, but you love them and care about them, you know, oftentimes you can find it in your heart to forgive them or give them grace for a situation where, if you know, if you did that, like, you beat yourself up night and day, you know, like you got to internally kind of shift the thought process there because you need to be giving out, giving to yourself what you give to others, that compassion, that love, your time, your understanding, um, all of those things that when you really care for somebody, you do for them, you need to reflect, you need a mirror 
you got to get that mirror out and bump it right back to yourself because um especially on the road to being aware of this because it's it's kind of tricky sometimes and you have to have a lot of patience um a lot of grace and forgiveness you know with yourself so and most of all that compassion like this mm-hmm. is self-care for yourself is compassion yeah for yourself a really great way to do that that I've had to learn how to practice is especially in my younger years so like more than like five years ago I would say or at, in childhood if you can think of like a quote embarrassing experience um, or situation look back as if you're talking to that child version of yourself or that version of yourself when it happened and ask them like what was going on that you chose that you know action very often it comes from a place of not knowing what you know now and also some level of exhaustion or overwhelm so once you know those two pieces that you didn't know something that you now know and that you were overwhelmed or exhausted you can have that sympathy for yourself and realize I did the best I could in that situation with what I had, Mm -hmm. the limited resources, resources which include energy, um, you know, sleep, um, space to think. That's where the quiet comes in. So that's where we can start to build that grace for ourselves because we can understand that in that moment. And that's where sometimes it's really easy to justify our actions. um, And that's where sometimes we get people who are more, have narcissistic traits, like, they always have an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's not about making an excuse or finding an excuse. It's understanding the circumstances. And that's how we can have compassion for ourselves and give to ourselves what we often give to others because it is it is not easy. No. We're hard on ourselves. For sure. We're our worst critic. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time. So and what if? What if, I'm sorry, if I'm no, what if, you guys, we shifted from being our own worst enemy to being our own best friend? Yeah. What would that shift in your entire life? Not just how you feel, but mm-hmm. then how you present yourself to the world if you were your mm-hmm. own best friend. Like, holy, wow, that's. And then probably create a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And that's how you change the world. I mean, like, little things, like, it, it starts. A lot of it starts within and just mm-hmm. building and growing and being better than we were yesterday. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm. I love that you mentioned the younger self. Like, there's so much healing when you look back at your younger self. Like, a lot of the answers are there. Like, I've healed quite a few traumas just by getting in touch with that younger version. Um, and you were talking about you know, what you were just saying with why you reacted the way you did, like checking in with that younger version. Like, I don't think that's on too many people's radar these days, but man, that has been some of the most transformative, transformational <laughs> times <laughs> that I've had. So just, just to mention mm-hmm. that, that, that is important. Inner child, younger yeah. self. Yeah. That's a good t- uh, for another time probably yeah I, I will I will go down that for a half a second yeah go more. for it absolutely <laughs> um when we think about like our younger selves and sometimes we didn't have permission to do things our way you know we were taught that there's like one right way to do things 
when we start to get back in touch with that inner child as an adult, we can start to help that inner child realize that, like, whoever told you that there's one right way to do things often was told that themselves. And that as an adult, we, as in our inner child now grown up, we now have the choice to do things how we want. And there's so much freedom in that. Like, there's no other adult, or there shouldn't be, (laughs) any other adult telling us what we should or should not do. Like, Mm -hmm. we are our own person. We are sovereign in that way, self-governing. And we don't have to answer to somebody that's not in alignment with our higher purpose. And here's the kicker. Nobody in this world besides, like, Jesus is in alignment with our higher purpose except ourselves because they're all in alignment with their higher purpose. You know, so not letting other people get into our head is another way or getting them back out of our head if they've been in our head is another way to have grace in our, you know, with ourselves because we're focusing back on our higher purpose in life and not anybody else's purpose. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Were we going to shift gears on the next part or is it some alignment with what we were just saying? Um, I mean, it, my next point was just about putting your own mask on first. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it just flows right. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, but, um, but yeah, as far as self-care goes, it's very, very important, um, to put your mask on first. So have you ever heard of the, you're on an airplane and the oxygen mask comes down? Do you put the oxygen mask on your kids or do you put it on you? Um, you put it on you because if you pass out, there's nobody to help them. So um, you need to be in your right mind. You need to be able to think clearly in order to make a difference and possibly save the whole plane, you know, like, <laughs> right. So absolutely. So um, that's just one example um, of why of this kind of individual. Um, but in life, like if we're depleted and we are, depressed, can't get out of bed, you know, like the list goes on. Um, if we're not taking care of ourselves and we feel like absolute crap, how are we taking care of those around us? So, um, so it's so important to, to look at it that way. And the fact that, you know, we need to put on our oxygen masks. We need to make sure that our mental health is, is good. Um, physical health, all of it. Um, I, I'm a mother. I understand that it is hard, especially with littles. Um, it's hard to find time to do that, but it's really a priority, whether it be waking up a little bit earlier or before bed, like just finding some time and taking some of these things we're going to go through throughout even your day to like make them self-care when you don't really have time for self-care. So a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about isn't like carving out a hour or two or a half a day to dedicate it it's right it's as you go stuff mm-hmm. so because you guys like before I became a mom I was pretty regular when I could afford it to to get um, massages on a regular basis um, and even after um, I've had two car accidents in my life and I used chiropractic for that healing journey and then self-care after um, but as a mom like I don't have time for a weekly massage or even like a monthly massage. I'm sure I could make it, but then I'm having to take it somewhere else. So what, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about 
yeah, are built into your day where you can just kind of shift how you do things, not what you do, a little bit of what you do, but <laughs> more so how you're doing it so that you're incorporating self-care into it rather than having to add another to-do to our already way too long to-do list. Um, on that note, we're going to pause our commercial break quick, and then we'll come back and keep moving. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Russ and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Cross. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10:30. Uh, right now, we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit, and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.
We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty Lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. All right, guys, we are back, and... Brittany had some really good points that we want to jump right back into as we talk about this idea of self-care and growth mindset. So I'll let you take the reins again <laughs> as you're finishing your drink of your smoothie. It's delicious, by the way. <laughs> Feel very energized. Pat myself on my back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we were kind of talking about um, putting your oxygen mask on first and one thing I want to tell you and ingrain it in your brain is that it is not selfish for you to prioritize your self-care. Can we say that like three times? It is not selfish for you to prioritize your self-care in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's actually a priority. So it kind of goes back to that whole oxygen mass thing and filling your cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. I won't get into that and, and keep drilling that in your head, but um, 
but it is absolutely here's your third time not selfish <laughs> so prioritize your self-care because you are worth it 100 mm-hmm. percent um you are worth it you're worth feeling good allowing yourself to feel good um to be in a good headspace mm-hmm. you are worth it have you guys to kind of piggyback off of that have you guys ever noticed that when you are in that anxious fight flight response that and, and maybe it's not that extreme but it's like a stressful moment at work or talking to somebody socially or a family where you get anxious and then all of a sudden like words don't work like you can't you have this feeling you want to convey but the words are not there to convey it mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you're in the shower the next morning that later that day or whatever and the ideas just start flowing I need my notebook yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's because you let you're really just relaxing yourself enough to get blood flow back to the brain mm-hmm. at a minimum. But when you're in a relaxed state, creativity flows. So whether you're, you know, part of your work is creation or um, what? Oh, I mm-hmm. thought you like nodded at something. <laughs> um, <laughs> whether, you know, what you do has something to do with creating stuff or, um, just, you know, rejuvenating that friendship, that relationship, that conversation that you were having. Um, that's another reason why self-care is so important is when you get back into that relaxed state, the creative juices just start flowing. And I, I much prefer being in that state. I can tell you that with the with the ministry work that I do, when I am in an anxious state, I literally get into like, okay, I have these 17 things to do and, 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 oh my God, like I can't prioritize. I literally look at that list and my brain shuts off because I have let myself get into that and burned out to the point that I literally cannot even process what to do. That even turns into like self-care like I know I should shower but when I get into a certain level of anxiety and part of my trauma is related to um, taking a shower and how often I I was allowed to do it um, that is one of the first things I forget to do one of the most basic things of like self-care and hygiene so for me I've had to be very intentional that my shower time is sacred it is a ritual for me and not as a ritual as in like rote memory. It's like sacred time where I am with myself. I am present. We're going to get into some of these things a little bit, but like maybe that's our transition. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if there's something that, you know, goes by the wayside, the second you get stressed out, your life gets so chaotic, whatever, that's probably the thing that you should actually be, uh, prioritizing the most as a non-negotiable because if you have that thing the stress stuff is not going to impact you as much I can almost guarantee it <laughs> so anyway absolutely touch it. Um, well it does kind of roll right into the next point uh, the, here um, is kind of where where it begins I mean this is just in general a good idea for anybody at any time to start bringing in these things into their life. Um, when it's even more of a priority, um, 
when your mental health is struggling or when you're struggling with mental health. Um, that's my rule, like, of thumb. If my mental health starts struggling, I need to up my self-care game right now. Um, and that is a lot of times easier said than done because when you're not feeling good, you don't want to do extra things. You don't want to do this. But trust me, it helps. Even just starting small and making sure you have you do your one, two negotiables um, that are showing your body, your mind that you do, you know, that that I'm a real human that actually deserves to, you know, feel decent. <laughs> right. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, even, even if you don't want to, especially if you don't want to <laughs> do it, like those moments. Um, Did you just call me out on getting my movement in? Oh, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel called out girl. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Yes. <laughs> myself out like it's we're all human like I'm not perfect at all all this stuff either like so it's like none of us are that's why we're human that's why we you know wake up the next day and try to do better like and we learn as we go you know we learn what works and what doesn't work if you are trying some of these things and you're like yeah I don't like that do something else you know Mm -hmm. so um that's kind of jumping ahead a little bit yeah (laughs) it sounds like we're touching on the idea that like that's why this self-care, like you said before, is called practice. Yep. And it is. Practice. It's called practice, not perfect, because mm-hmm. it's always a journey. <laughs> yep. Never changing, always evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, self-care pretty much is just doing things that make you feel good. And when I say that, I mean healthy things. Bingo. <laughs> so, so even therein, there is a time and a place that, like, sometimes a cup of coffee with a warm cinnamon roll in the morning is indeed self-care, I would argue. Like, you know, it's yeah, all about balance. occasional. Right, exactly. <laughs> Not every day. But, you know, um, so and when I say healthy, I mean, like, people sometimes drink to feel good. People do other things, you know. Um, things like that, different, I mean, we won't get into There's necessarily. There's a spectrum. Yeah. We'll just say there are, I mean, in everyone's list is the spectrum is going to be a little bit different, but I would argue that there are a few things that are just simply no-goes. I mean, there are healthier ways of dealing with it. Um, and that's coming from a person that believes plant medicine, all parts of the spectrum, including hallucinogenics, which I've never tried, but I do believe in the science of it plant medicine has a lot of benefits and yet it is poo-pooed on largely in mainstream society. So there is this huge spectrum of, of, you know, self-care and things that um, make us feel good. There are very few that are no-goes. There's a large spectrum of this may or may not be for you. And there's a large group that is, this can be good for everybody. (laughs) Right. For sure. So steps off, off. Um, so fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. Um, but yeah, just just finding healthy things that make you feel good throughout your day. Um, so like Amber kind of mentioned, um, the shower, and that's one of the ones I like to start with a lot as far as like shifting your mindset and perception. So like, like when I when I say that, I mean like looking at life 
as, you know, everything you do is how can you make this self-care? Um, one of the easiest places to start and that I have found, and apparently you too, uh-huh. was with the showering. Um, everybody has to shower. Everybody has to shower. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, um, but not to mention that it just, it feels good too. Like your body, when your body isn't clean, you don't feel as good as you do when you are, you know, mm-hmm. cleanse, cleansing and purified. And it's literally like a machine. You guys, if, if you don't clean a machine that you're using, at least every once in a while, re-grease it, which is our moisture, um, and clean it from the dust and the dirt that builds up. The gears will start to grind and they won't work as well and smoothly as they're meant to. Our bodies are the same exact way, inside and outside. But right now we're talking about showering, so that's the outside. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and do we want to get into that now or do we want to get into that just a little bit later? You know what? Let's, later. let's get into the shower one. We're already there. All right. I mean, yeah, let's, let's get right into that one because... I'm like itching to share once you share kind of the your bullet points. <laughs> I'm itching to share my personal example because, man, did it transform my shower time um, to be self-care. So. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, so, like, when you're showering, you're getting ready for, for your day, like, just changing your, your perspective of it. Like, literally, it is cleansing your body like you are cleansing so um you're washing it clean of the dirt and grime on um this is getting a little ahead of myself but on like the meditation front of it um you can even visualize like as you're showering that dirt and grime and the negative washing off of your body and going down the drain um so you know that cleansing that that cleanliness um that's a big part of it um as far as showering, you can add essential oils if that's your thing to the shower. It's my thing. Um, <laughs> so you get a dose of aromatherapy. And um, essential oils will cover a couple of times probably throughout this. But I love essential oils because it's like a passive form of self-care. You can literally put them in your diffuser and turn it on and you have self-care for hours, a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took you all but 30 seconds to fill it and start it. Right. Um, and the same with your shower. Put a few drops in your shower and you have that, you know, if you want more energized, you can use a more energizing oil. If it's in the evening, you can use more of a relaxing oil. Um, so that can shift depending on how what you want to feel. Um, you can listen to music. I love to listen to meditation music or just like, good vibe music while I'm showering um is and just and take your time so like one one part of this is you gotta not be rushed yes you can't you gotta Mm -hmm. like kind of plan so whether you need to wake up you know 15 minutes earlier um or whatever but to try and not be rushed so you can actually enjoy the music you can enjoy cleaning your body you can um you can have that present moment that mindfulness that we um are going to be talking or and have talked a lot about um that make most things self-care i feel like that's going to be hardest for men and moms because (laughs) feel that one (laughs) because moms especially we have we have probably about three versions of showers Mm -hmm. um one is i need to just like wet myself and rinse off like sticky sweatiness 
a second one is I need to wash my hair. I should shave my legs. And then there's the self-care one. <laughs> yep. Men usually seem to have one and it's like the, the two to five minute shower, you know, what's the pits. And, I don't remember what it's called. You basically like clean the pits and the privates and that's it. Like wash the mm-hmm. hair and they're out of there. So for men and moms, it's really hard to schedule this time for the self-care shower. <laughs> it is. And that's, I'm very fortunate to have a partner that, that supports that and also does that. So like we try and make sure that, you know, if life is crazy, at least once a week, you know, I can get in there and have like, I'll draw it out for like an hour if I can between mm-hmm. my shower beginning, like prepping and then my shower and then moisturizing after, because that's a big part of it too. You need to lubricate your body back up. <laughs> like Amber mentioned with which, moisturizer. Which sounds really funny because didn't you just moisturize your body by getting water on it? Except it's hot, so it dehydrates. Exactly. Yeah. And if you live in a city and you don't have well water, or if you have like, like an overload of certain minerals in your well water, like, those things are not alignment with what your body needs. Like the chemicals, the chlorine and the fluoride in your city water mm-hmm. are even extra dehydrating. So yeah, yeah, we need to like lock it in. So yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because like my quote shower time includes the entire process from like basically when I get undressed to when I get dressed again. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and I understand that, that might everybody might not have a partner that can let them do that or something but therein is that a lot of this is sometimes you have to think of different ways to do things so you might have to set your alarm a half hour ahead of time you know um, wake up a little early or just do it after the kids go to bed before you go to sleep mm-hmm. um, I know some moms have and this is more like the single mom route but you know set the kids up um, on the bathroom floor with, you know, some cars or something. So they're still, especially for the little littles where they kind of need to be supervised at all times, you know, they'll set them up on the bathroom floor. Mom still gets her shower time. Um, however long that takes. And usually it's better at least. So, I mean, there are creative ways that you can still do this, even if it's not a hundred percent what you would, you know, what you dream of. Like, obviously right. we probably all dream of like having like mm-hmm. that jacuzzi tub, and, you know, like the rain shower head and all that, that mm-hmm. fancy stuff. But like, mm-hmm. you know, make it your own however possible. And that's mm-hmm. trying right. to think, is that one of the four agreements where you do it your way any way you can or something like that? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys, do it your way any way you can. Right. And, and yeah, it doesn't have, like, have to be a long, drawn-out thing. I think most of my showers, I'd consider self-care showers, some of them are just, 15 minutes and some mm-hmm. of them are a lot, you know, so like you said, do what you can when you can. Um, mostly it's just being present and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm going to share my example of how I transformed shower time into self-care time. <clears throat> I had started out at one point um, in the midst of abuse having to ask permission to shower to the point I only showered one to two times a week because I basically, 
the other half didn't have time to like watch our kid. And I say watch on purpose. Um, Cause it's definitely not like a parent cares for their child. It was like babysitter style watching. Um, so that I could actually have those few moments to go clean myself. I felt very just like a gross person because I didn't have that. Um, and I've had to be very intentional. And what I did was very like gradual. Um, first, I allowed myself, like, every time I showered, to be able to, like, shave my legs, something that I would prefer and enjoy doing um, that I never didn't really have time to at that point in my life. And then I added, um, you know, essential oil-based bath bombs. And then now I've gotten to the point where I use this Ayurvedic uh, hair system that's, like, not your traditional shampoo and conditioner. It's, like, this stuff that you, like this paste that you rub into your scalp and your hair um, is very intentional. Um, And then there's like this rinse that I can add, um, the shaving the legs, the, um, you know, dry brushing beforehand, which I know you might touch on. Um, And then the moisturizing afterwards, all of that, I play the music, I tune out the day and I just think about the here and now, how my body feels. Do I have any aches and pains? Do I have any tension that I want to release with the warm water and any of that? And I pretty much feel like a brand new person when I get out of that shower because of the intentions that I've set around that sacred space. So mm-hmm. um, it's not that I've really added a lot of things that take extra time. Um the hair, the hair product that I use to to clean my hair is probably the thing that takes the longest out of all those changes. Um, and for me, again, it's just an act of intentionality that um, now doesn't seem like it's any amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, and like you know, you start, you kind of gave us the timeline where you started and where you are now, and like that's with all of these practices is over time it's they're going to grow and you're going to figure out what works. You're going to figure out what doesn't, and it's going to be tailored just to you and how you, um, you enjoy showering or spending your time or, you know, so. And you know what I've noticed? The more that I dedicate time to things like the self-care shower, the less time I feel drawn to mindlessly scroll Facebook or do some of these things that aren't so healthy Mm -hmm. is I'm feeling more fulfilled and rejuvenated and recharged by the good self-care that I don't need the things that I turn my brain off to just be able to function for. For sure. Yeah, that's kind of a trap. It is. It's so a trap. Like, it's like you pick up your phone and you're going to do something and then all of a sudden you're on Facebook like, wait, not, not what I was here for. Right. Speaking of, my dog is laying over there in the most hilarious position. Oh, my Atlanta. You good over there, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Talk about oh. um, comedic relief. Right. But how how were we on time? Um, we could pause for a quick break and then just and then yeah, continue. and then I won't interject as much because I know you have a lot you can oh. share still. All right, it's a three part series. We can we can make it a four. <laughs> I know, right? So, all right, you guys, we're gonna pause for a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. 
please check out the Proof Negative radio show, Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern, that is 6 to 9 p.m. on the Pacific Coast, with excellent co-host, outstanding guests, and lots of great conversation. We can even take your calls. The number is 319-527-6208, and just press lucky number one, and you will be on the Proof Negative radio show. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Hey guys, we're back with segment three of the Living with Freedom show. I have special guest Brittany here with us, and we were just kind of chatting. We need to kind of condense. We This show has been going by way too fast. Way too fast. <laughs> we're sort of like consolidating the things we want to share this time versus what we want to share next time, and maybe add a bonus session. <laughs> mm-hmm. It might need to happen. Um, so water we talked about showering and you know it's benefit externally but let's touch on it internally and why water is so important (laughs) (laughs) i just i just winged it and like found an introduction yeah transition (laughs) go with the flow (laughs) oh no we're getting funny you know that we're like i love it okay see our energy is so high we just vibing now (laughs) vibing like some medics right man man we're just asking to get into that topic today i know Um, we're gonna hold off on it though yeah we're gonna hold off till next time but um but yeah, so water, when I work with people, like that is one of the first things that we get going as far as a self-care um, is making sure you're getting enough water. Um, so kind of a way that I go about figuring out how much water to drink is take your body weight and cut it in half. Is this, is this, That's how many ounces. There's cal- calculators out there. There's whatever. You can, you know, Google it or whatever you want to do. Um, but But that's an easy to kind of get a rough number is take your body weight, cut it in half, and that's the amount of ounces that you should shoot for each day. And we're not saying convert that halved number into ounces. That number is the number of ounces. So, for instance, I like I always like to clarify that because I've had people ask me. So, for instance, if a person weighs like 200 pounds, half of that is 100. 100 ounces is the ideal amount of water. A day so just a, as an example of, of how to have it and the number of ounces mm-hmm. so that's a really good tip um ever since i've tried to strive for half my body weight in ounces of water a day i can tell that my energy is up once i get past like that initial and if you're not drinking anywhere near that like work up to it right because if you instantly start drinking that much water you're just going to be in the bathroom nonstop, all wasting time. all of that hydration you just gave yourself. So each day, like, start increasing by, like, eight ounces um, until you get up to that point because then you're, tr- you know, truly hydrating your body so you can, like, truly detox. You're not just, like, flushing through the digestive system in and out. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so important because so many of your bodily functions rely on water. Um, and when you're dehydrated, it makes them very difficult to run like a smooth 
engine or a machine. Um, like one of the big ones Amber mentioned is that digestive system, your gut health. If you're dehydrated, things are not going out of your system the way they're supposed to. You're holding in toxins, which, which then really affects your gut health and it kills off your natural um, little microbiome microbiomes in there that yep. that are you know supposed to be doing good things and then the gut health is really one of the centers of your health in general so that's huge um i've noticed when i'm dehydrated i get anxious quicker mm. and like literally if i drink a cup of water sometimes when i'm anxious i'll it'll help it go away like it helps your mental function um so water is is so very important and that's a simple thing just um, have a special water bottle. I recommend that you keep with you that you can fill it up X amount of times a day. Have a goal. I want to fill this up twice today. I'm going to fill this up three times. And then you can tally it on your calendar or um, anywhere. If you're a tracking type of person, it might help you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are a couple of ways, but it and, is very important. And know that special water bottle does not have to be a Stanley, you guys. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it could be a Yeti. <laughs> I say that because we are both um, Ace fans. <laughs> Ace Yeti. Yeti yep. and Stanley. I have never had tried the Stanleys yet, but my dad had an old Stanley thermos. I don't know where it went, but... If we got rid of it, we should have kept it because now it'd be an antique. It'd be like a collectible right. item. Right. Time to get like quadruple. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so I just wanted to touch on that and start. So you don't have to, like Amber said, drink the whole, all of it all at once. Like start small. Anything is better than than nothing. Than nothing. Um, that being said, too, when you're doing that water, you kind of, it's good to be mindful of other things that you intake because things like soda and stuff are dehydrating. So if you're drinking a lot of soda, you're actually dehydrating, hydrating your body and then not giving it water, you know, if you're not drinking whatever amount of ounces. So that causes even more problems. So mm-hmm. that's you're just to be mindful. issue on top of issues then. Yeah. And and that's really important, knowing the fact that, like, our bodies are 60-plus percent water. Like, how much water should you really be getting in if your body is supposed to be 60 percent water? Mm-hmm. 60 or more. Yeah. 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 I mean, at least. Yep, yeah. At least. So it's um, very important. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, we're just kind of going to breeze through some um, ideas here because I wanted to get to, to give you ways and things to try um, that you can do in your daily life. So um, we mentioned putting on music while you shower. Um, Music is huge self-care for both of us. Um, And I use it when I cook. I like to, I like to cook, put on some feel good tunes and just kind of get lost in, in flow and just doing you know, making it meaningful. Um, when you drive, you can jam out, obviously. Um, if you want to be more productive in that way, when you're cooking, driving, maybe even showering, you can even like read a book or listen to a book or listen to a class you're taking if you don't have to take notes on it, if it's more of like a lecture or whatever. So um, there are different ways to go about making those things that you do daily and you got to cook 
you should cook. You should cook. <laughs> I mean, if you don't cook, then you got to drive. <laughs> so you can drive. Or, or spend those precious resources. <laughs> right. So there's, you know, a few things, um, a few things there for sure that. And if you don't know how to cook, YouTube. Phenomenal free resource or 100 Days mm-hmm. of Real Food or order Green Chef delivered to your house and they have good directions on them mm-hmm. and they do all the shopping for you and the portioning out for the meal prep. Like, you, there's no excuse today in this day and age to not cook for yourself. Hashtag no excuses. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> YouTube's great for a lot of, like, yeah. resources, finding yeah. meditations, you know, like that, all kinds mm-hmm. of just put it in there and you'll probably find a hundred videos on it. <laughs> True that. <laughs> Not that we got to tell anybody that. No, know, right. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I still run across people like, Oh, you can YouTube that. Like you can YouTube how to use, like do an Excel formula. Like, yes, you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So it's, um. so as far as, we were talking about the water and stuff. So we're going to just talk a little bit about what goes into, um, into your body. And, you know, obviously there's healthy eating habits and proper nutrition. Um, that is a whole tangent we could get into. We won't today. Um, but taking vitamins, um, if you can find a good multivitamin um, is a good place to start. Some people, especially for that gut health we were talking about, um, taking like a probiotic or a prebiotic. Enzymes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some people drink kombucha. Um, there's a wide range of, you know, if, if there's a specific something you're trying to accomplish, you can look up natural ways to, um, and to help with that. And you will often find a plethora, a plethora of, <laughs> yes. Um, turmeric is another really great one. I just, mm-hmm. I know we weren't going to mention, go into detail, but turmeric's great for so yeah. much, especially it's inflammation. Hard. Yes, it's hard not to mention the superfood ones. Yeah. Um, speaking of inflammation, and yeah, I need to take note of that one. <laughs> I'm in the car a lot this week, plus just physical, like, not not big T traumas, but like little T traumas. Mm-hmm. Plus my doggo is needing some anti-inflammatory, so that's that's a good one to remember. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Um, I, I feel like I should say, you know, with any herbs and spices, stuff like that, you do want to make sure there's no, me- like, um, contradictions to medicine. Um, like, turmeric is a natural blood thinner. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know we mentioned it, so I'm going to say it. You know, just be cautious if you are on blood thinners or something. Make sure you probably should yeah. check with a doctor. And something that, I mean, you can easily just web search yourself, too. Like, yep. contraindications. Um, with X drug and X vitamin or, or nutraceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will find whether or not there, you know, there's issues, um, or if it's debated and then you mm-hmm. can decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then there's, um, herbal teas that are good too, as far as, um, well, <laughs> So many tangents, but, um, right. but really like herbal teas, different herbs do different things. One of the main points that I want to um, clarify or like to mention on here is tea for the point of relaxing. So like before you go to bed, not a full cup of tea because then you're going to tap the pee, but like a small cup of relaxing tea or like you get done with work and you're like had a stressful day getting like a relaxing tea, something with lavender, chamomile, um, 
something like that that will actually um, help calm your nervous system quite literally so um tea before bed is a huge one as far as a self-care tip or even in the morning start your day off (laughs) but um but then things that so things that go in your body believe it or not i have music and media on this list because it's Mm -hmm. not like it's not physically going into your body it's going into your mental emotional spiritual body yes I mean, technically, music, if you're listening with, like, a good sound system, you can feel the vibrations. And we'll talk about that next week, the whole, yeah. like, frequency vibration thing. But going be the majority, probably, of our yeah, talk next week. Yep. <laughs> um, but music and media, um, we are consuming that, you know, like I said, through our mental, emotional, spiritual bodies. So um, it's really important to be mindful of the, the content that you're consuming in both of those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because I know we did talk quite a bit about that last time, too. Um, like lyrics. And, yeah, like yeah. lyrics and stuff. So you can refer to that. We won't get too much into it. Um, and and then, um, what's the word? Translate that over into the shows you watch, too. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you watch the news every day or not, I suggest not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, so that one can be easily translated. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually a little point from last time I did want to bring up, like, with the music, um, and that is, so so music affects us all very deeply, and a lot of times when we're going through stuff, we listen to the music that we feel connected to, we feel moved by, or, like, that understands what we may be going through, um, and and that's a beautiful thing. Like it, that, that is, that's fine. Um, it makes us not feel alone. <laughs> right. But there is, there is a line that where it becomes, where it can become more of a dwelling um, and not a moving forward. So like, so there is a time and a place to have those feels, to live, relive whatever you need to, um, but for the purpose of growth and moving forward not into a repetitive cycle that you get stuck in again. So if it's becoming that repetitive cycle, then you need to shift that music into something that doesn't take you to that spot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, what I would personally do is whatever streaming platform you have, I mean, YouTube, you can have folders. Um, I don't remember what they're called, but it's basically a folder. Um or if you use Spotify, Pandora, whatever, you can have playlists of playlists, that's the word, um, of content. And I would definitely be mindful of keeping your um, whatever you're going to call that. I'm going to say hype music, but um, whatever you're, you call your playlist of when you need something relatable, keep it shorter. You know, 10 songs maybe. I'm I'm just putting a number on it. There doesn't have to be a number, but maybe consider keeping that playlist shorter and then also incorporating some of the more like uplifting songs in it so that you're able to help trans, you know, transfer yourself or transform yourself out of that space after giving yourself, allowing yourself to have that time to process um, emotions and that, you know, that feeling. <clears throat> Since we're talking about dwelling, and we've also talked about big T and little t trauma, um, 
I want to share a resource. One of the other PMA advisors um, and dear friends of mine, Nicole, she went through this TRP EMP training. It's um, a program for releasing trauma and rele releasing emotional patterns and stuff like that. I've had one session so far. She said typically it's two to three-ish, maybe more sessions, but uh, <coughs> excuse me. I've had one session so far, and one of the traumas that I worked on releasing was related to my dad dying and how I'm not getting weepy right now. It's I just choked on saliva. <laughs> <coughs> Um, but I, I would, I'm good. <laughs> um, since that event happened, it was very easy for me to get very weepy thinking about it, um, listening to his favorite music, all that kind of stuff. And the next morning after I did that first session, I woke up to one of his favorite songs and also one of the songs that we played at his funeral and I felt only joy and gratitude. Like, yeah, it's still sad that he died, but I wasn't in that sad space anymore. Like, I can reflect back on it without putting myself back into that emotional state. So, yes, that kind of ties into the music, too. But the main point is this program she, she does is powerful for transforming those traumas that we still kind of get triggered by. If you want to know more about that, um, want more information, or want to connect with her to receive those, you know, that program, uh, you can go to wearethebold.org backslash page backslash bold hyphen restores. You can also just go to wearethebold.org, and there should be a tab there. Um, highly recommend it. Um, she's just a very... Um, faith-filled person who just wants to see people healed. So, anyways, that's my little shameless plug for another friend. <laughs> um, so, jumping back in um, to the list of things here. Um, so, we talked about showering. That can all be um, kind of rolled over into taking a bath as well. Um, and I mentioned moisturizing. So, so a lot of times, you know, think of moisturizing just slap on some lotion and go about the day but you can actually turn it into like a massage you can start from you know your hips and work your way down and then from your heart work your way out or however you want to do it but turn it into something that feels good um, and again look at it as treating your body as taking care of your body giving it what it needs because it does need that moisture after a dehydrating shower um and just the process of applying it also activates the lymphatic system, yep. which in, I would say pretty much every American out there needs help with supporting their lymphatic system because mm -hmm. um, that also supports drainage and detox systems. Um, so that's another way you can, um, yeah, help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I was just going to say with that lymphatic system, um, also dry brushing is a big one um it's literally just a brush with what kind of bristles it's is it it's like a hair like a animal hair bristle like not like a plastic or nylon a yeah. natural bristle mm -hmm. um and you rub it you pretty much just do circles around your body and it stimulates your lymphatic system so it removes dead um skin cells it's very exfoliating um so that is a really good um 
thing as well that you that you can add to it. That's more on the Ayurveda <laughs> side of things. But there's um, a lot of science that supports it. There's so it's not like it's woo woo at all or some like weird right you know ancient thing that doesn't have any mm-hmm. basis. It is these things that we're recommending are have a lot of science to them. Right. We're not sharing the science. We feel like you're adults. You can, if you're interested in something, you can right. look it up for you yourself. You can look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, but moisturizing after a bath, personal massage. Um, you can use, you know, your standard lotion. Um, I like to use oils, um, like coconut oil. Depending on the time of year in the winter, I'll usually use sesame oil because it's a warming oil. In the um, summer, I'll often use like a coconut oil. Um, But you can add essential oils to that. So therein, you're getting your essential oils and your aromatherapy um, just by adding it to your moisturizer. Um, So, and there are a lot of good natural moisturizers out there. And it also is very easy to make your own lotion. It's very easy to make your own a lot of things. You'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we make, we've made lotion bars for gosh almost a decade now because dad's hands would always get so dry and cracked mm-hmm. and yeah lotion bars super easy there's like even mm-hmm. a ratio it's like two 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 one with like beeswax shea butter cocoa butter and coconut oil plus a few drops of essential oil once it's yep. off the heat and melted um and then you can put in these cute little silicone forms and gift them mm-hmm. um which also is another part of self-care um where if something's cute or appealing looking, you're going to want to use it more. So mm-hmm. um, that's a little sign tangent, but <laughs> um, yeah, making your own stuff is the best way to guarantee that you're actually putting healthy stuff on your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very empowering too, to yeah. know how to, to do, do that stuff on your own. Um, for sure. So we talked about diffusing oils kind of being a passive form so of self-care. So um, putting them in the diffuser, rolling them on your skin, um, make a room spray. You can spray the room with it. You can put them in your car for um, a diffuser that, you know, all of this is self-care. Um, exercising, you know, obviously that's taking care of your physical body. Um, yoga meditation for your mind like that's all self-care too um breath work is a huge one um as far as especially if you have any problems with anxiety being able to tune in and bring awareness to your breath and slow it down um which last week if you guys missed i should say last week two weeks ago when Brittany was on the show she did like a what three minute meditation yeah breathing exercise mm-hmm. um so definitely go back if you're new to that kind of stuff you can go back to that episode or there's there's literally like thousands of videos i'm sure of um you know just breathing stuff breathing techniques um breathing exercises so there's again there's no excuse not to (laughs) Mm -hmm. um do i have a little more time or we pretty much i can do these quick minute and a half okay all right, so I just want to mention foot soaks. Foot soaks are always a great at-home thing. You can add Epsom salt. You can add your essential oils. Do it before bed. helps you relax. Um, make sure to massage your, your massage and moisturize your feet afterwards. Um, going outside in nature, so that's another self-care thing, getting fresh air and sunshine. Caring for plants um, is very meditative. Um, going for a hike, it also, that's very physical, too, so 
kind of goes in line with the working out or the physical. And go hiking barefoot if you can where yeah. it's safe because you're adding grounding to it grounding. too. Grounding is a beautiful thing. Um, this is one thing I really wanted to touch on, so I'm glad I have just a second here. But your passions, um, things you're created for, creative about, created for, that works too, um, your hobbies. So things you find flow in, like um, playing music, art, dancing, taking pictures, photography. Knitting. Knitting. Any of it. Yep. Anything like that. That's self-care. Learning something, learning a new language, learning, taking a class online. Um, Even though you're learning, you're doing it with some for fun. So you are, in turn, you're empowering yourself. You're giving yourself more knowledge, which is also self-care. And then just the last thing I wanted to mention is just cleaning and organizing and your surroundings. Um, If you have chaos all around you, it's hard to have a clear mind. So um, just cleaning at home and organizing sometimes also is self-care. So literally all that you do all day long, just look at it like it's self-care and it Mm -hmm. is. Exactly. Awesome. You did great in that minute and a half. <laughs> Sorry to throw that all at you oh, so no, no, fast. No. You're good. You're good. <laughs> we can always expand on them next time, too. Yes. Um, okay. For more about what Brittany is up to, find her at One Wellness on Facebook, as I mentioned last time. If you search that title, look for the page that has the beautiful painted rainbow flower that she painted herself, and it's beautiful and lovely. Um, this is the second of our three-part series with Brittany. Mark your calendars for March 12th for the third part. Brittany, what's your email address really quick if they want the ebook? Um it is yoga mind coach at gmail.com. So yoga y o g a m i n d c o a c h at gmail.com. Awesome. <laughs> All right, this has been episode thirty one of the Living with Freedom show. I'm your host, Amber S from Living with Freedom Ministries, and thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to schedule this show on your calendar every Tuesday from two to three thirty Central, noon to one thirty Pacific. Thanks and we will see you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.